What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. It's Friday and you know what that means. I am fired up to be sharing another conversation with a content person that matters. I'm joined by the VP of Marketing at Lexer, Abby Borden. Man, I think she has an interesting background. I think she shares some stuff in this episode we can all learn from. She's talking about how she moved from individual contributor, customer success role, all the way to the VP of marketing at an awesome company. I love the story she tells. I love the process and I love what she's pulling and taking from her previous roles and injecting and infusing to become a excellent marketer and if you will, a modern day marketer. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button of the 3C podcast. Tell a damn marketing friend about the show. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. I'm excited today. We have a fun topic. We're going to be talking about transitioning from customer success to marketing leadership and what we all can learn. I think those two job functions are more closely aligned than ever around the customer experience. So I'm excited to chat with someone who's been on both sides of that. I'm joined by Abby Borden, who's the VP of Marketing at Lexer. Abby, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Brett. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. And and you know, we go through the process typically of meeting before these calls to try to align on a topic. And you're talking about your background in CS, and I, I I figured like the more it seems like the more content that I consume these days that's marketing specific, uh, customer success is involved in it and how the customer success function is working with marketing and sales. I don't know if you're feeling that too, but it just seems like a a timely topic. Yeah. I mean, I I think what is maybe like the macro trend that we're kind of experiencing is just this focus of the customer. And that's true for B2C. It's true for B2B. Um, And I kind of think like it's also relational. Uh, If we think about what that is truly all about is just being able to like know and understand your customer and being able to work in a way that delivers something unique to them. That's kind of like what we're all out here trying to do and solve for. And so there's so many similarities and still some nuances to that. But I think, you know, we're just realizing like that the best brands and the best companies are really creating incredible experiences for their customers. And so there's just a lot, a lot to unpack there. Yes, and we are going to do that. But before we do that, why don't you let everyone know who Lexer is, what Lexer does for anyone who might not be familiar? Yeah. Um, so Lexer is a customer data and experience platform for retailers. And so we work with brands like Supergoop and Beauty Counter and Rip Curl and Serlatov and really help them truly uh, kind of, as what I mentioned, understand their customer. So if you're an um, e-commerce company or, you know, you're actually, you have brick and mortar stores as well, you may, might have dozens, if not hundreds of different data sources of your customer. And it's really hard to actually understand who your customer is, why, you know, like what is their true identity in that, that single view, but then also what's valuable um, and what do they care about? What are they striving for? What maybe challenges are they experiencing? And so we really help uh, retailers understand their customer from that perspective and drive insights that ultimately activate experiences, you know, in Facebook and email. And we partner with folks like Shopify and Clavio to uh, bring all that information in. I love it. Experiences is the keyword. I'm sure it won't be the last time that yeah. it's mentioned in this one. But let's start with kind of let's set the stage by talking about your 
career and customer success, I'd love to maybe learn about, you know, CS seems like this role that over the last, you know, decade or even sooner has really emerged as this strategic critical role in the the SaaS space. Um, I'd love to maybe understand, I think there's a lot, there's some different definitions of CS across the board, which is fine. But I'd love to, as someone who sat in that seat, maybe kind of unpack what customer success means to you and, and how you approach the role. Yeah. So I think to me, um, I've had the, the really fortunate experience of kind of starting in customer success a decade ago, which is crazy to me that it's been that long. Um, but also I feel fortunate that that was kind of an emerging field really for SaaS companies to start to have customer success functions. And so I think I've also seen, you know, customer success fit in multiple different hats and have multiple different responsibilities and KPIs and all of those things. So it's still, I think there's a lot of ambiguity and just opportunity for us to kind of continue to clarify that. But one of the things, you know, that I always thought about is that so often we talk about like the customer experience or the customer life cycle. And a lot of times folks stop the conversation like post-implementation. And so you maybe talk about, you know, awareness at the top of the funnel and you're trying to get somebody interested. And so then you have them engaged and now they're a customer, you have them implemented and you kind of do this like handshake, you're off on your own, goodbye. Um, And I think for me, what customer success has always been about is actually getting someone to the point of advocacy. And I've kind of defined that as somebody willing to shout from the rooftops publicly about their experience with you. One of maybe the most scarring experiences I had as a success manager was talking to retailers and brands and people that I loved working with. And they would, you know, the the call would always start with, Abby, we absolutely loved working with you, but, and it was the, the dreaded, I have to cancel our contract. And it was like, but what, like, but why? And, you know, like, Hey, I thought I did everything right. I thought you loved working with me. And it really came down to like business impact. Right. And so we have to be able to prove that business impact. And I believe that if, if you prove that business impact, if you are truly meaningful for their business, that you, you know, that advocacy is like kind of comes second nature. And so it's, it's ultimately the the North star of customer success is thinking about advocacy from that perspective. Yeah, I love that. And leading with advocacy, I think, and we're going to get into how the heck you ended up in marketing. But do you find in just your mentality on advocacy and on the CS side, I know I feel this just on the marketing side where it's like working with individuals and creating things, collaborating with other individuals. Like, I don't necessarily like feel like they need to be advocates by using our product. However, like, I seek advocates or people who share in a similar philosophy or a similar message. So like before we get into the how you ended up in marketing, like do you kind of connect those dots moving from like CS to now marketing, thinking about advocacy in that way, or is it maybe a little bit different? You know, I think, I think maybe it's a little different, honestly, because I think about the, to me, what the the through line is, um, is the customer outcome. And so marketing's job is to really understand what the outcomes is that like the company drives for that, that business and being able to understand those in a way that we can communicate to the point where it's relevant and engaging for somebody who doesn't have as much context. And um, I had a, a great manager who used to kind of mention that all the time, like really making customer outcomes, the through line throughout the entire business. And, and I think that that's where it's what kind of starts the conversation or it's what should start the conversation. And it's what 
they should be achieving is a similar outcome that drives their advocacy. And I think if you try and pull that all the way through, you'll find a really great success story. I love that. So much of the conversation right now is around experience. I think the transition from CS to marketing, maybe a decade ago, made absolutely zero sense. Now, I think it makes a whole lot of sense. So maybe share the story of like how you ended up as a marketing leader who was managing customers and and their outcomes for for a while. Yeah. So I I think, you know, frankly, I think I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I ended up um, leading marketing uh, because it is, it's a a very series of of very fortunate events um, that happened. And I'm I'm super grateful for those opportunities. So prior to joining Lexer, I was at Cordial uh, cross-channel marketing and data platform. And I had started there building out the client experience, which was support, success, services, everything from that perspective. I had an opportunity to actually move into a corporate strategy and operations role, uh, which was kind of looking across the business and really understanding how all of the different pieces plugged together across all departments. And I think that was really impactful in terms of my ability to be influential in marketing as well. And then just there was an opportunity where we actually needed some marketing leadership. And so I'm um, taking my experience in terms of building teams and um, building out organizations. That's kind of what brought me into marketing from that perspective. I also think as while I haven't necessarily had like the typical B2B marketing experience or anything from that perspective, I have spent my career helping B2C marketers uh, really understand their customer and create experiences that engage. And we might get into it, we might not, but I think, you know, as much as we talk so differently about B2B and B2C, I think they're all a lot more similar than we, we realized too. I tend to agree with you the more I get into it, and especially uh, in this role and opportunity you mentioned the team building component. I, I'd love to understand, are there any other attributes from your CS background that you've used early as a marketing leader, things that have tra- translated or transitioned over that individuals listening who might not have the CS background can learn from? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the big thing that has really helped is just the understanding of the customer. Um, and it get, like it's probably being on the front line and experiencing what the customer experience is. So uh, customer success is often, you know, the, the, that's really like they're the representation of the company. So when something goes wrong, they are the, the person receiving that maybe negative feedback or that harsh feedback. They're also the ones that get to receive the great feedback. Um, but they really are like the filter in that frontline representation of the company. And I think that, you know, my, you know, eight plus years of experience in that, that field really helped me understand exactly what it is that a customer goes through and not just, you know, understanding what they go through post, you know, implementation or post-purchase, but truly like through the sales process as well, you know, my role in in customer success and for customer success folks listening, um, I strongly encourage like getting involved with the sales process and understanding how people buy. Um, because it's a great way to establish trust uh, early on is having customer success in the conversation um, to kind of talk through how folks have been successful and other customers that they work with that might look like you uh, or have similar opportunities that you do. And so I think, you know, knowing really intimately the pre-purchase to uh, all the way through to advocacy lifecycle and experiencing that firsthand I guess maybe it's just empowered me to have a lot of empathy for not only my internal team members who are going through that and the experiences they have to make sure we're marketing things that are truthful and their promises we can deliver, but also really understanding the customer. 
Yeah, this trend on talking to the customer from the like it not being siloed to CS or sales or for product, but like opening it up and being like, you know what, like marketers, you should be talking to customers too. You should be getting that feedback. You should learn. It'll help improve experience. That's 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 a welcome trend. I feel like everyone's hitting on, um, which is good. It, it, it certainly took me uh, a while in my career to finally start taking action and learning and doing more listening. So it sounds like that might have been second nature in your transition. What are some of the things, I guess, that you, you know, ramping up that you had to learn? And I think maybe something that might be a little more interesting is there like, was there anything that like you were learning that you kind of questioned and was like, why do marketers do things this way? Like, what's the point? I'd love to maybe understand that from, from your lens. Yeah, it's a, it's a really great question. So I would say like, what did I have to learn as I, I, I felt like, and I still feel like I had to learn just about everything. So from that perspective, there was not a lot of, you know, more of your academic B2B marketing that I was familiar with. And so through, you know, resources and all sorts of things, I learned LinkedIn campaigns and I learned a lot about Google ads and uh, just getting in there very tactically and understanding the work to be done. Um, but also, you know, for me, I think it continues to just build on like the most important thing I can do is hire amazing marketers and make sure that they have what they need to be successful. And it doesn't really matter what I know. Um, you know, from that perspective, I, I've never really thought of my role to be the expert. I actually like to consider myself like an expert generalist. I'm really good at being not amazing at a lot of things. <laughs> so that's, you know, just been super helpful from that perspective. And, you know, in terms of like some of the things that made me kind of stop and question being, you know, in startups and being at a point where you're kind of building while doing, um, which is something kind of one of a key phrase I talk about, right? You're, you're building your structures and your processes and your documentation and your internal wikis alongside executing every single day what you just built, right? And so a lot of times in bigger organizations, those are two separate things. So somebody's building while somebody else is doing. Um, and in startups, you're all like, you're building while doing. And I think that one of the things, like just naturally through that, it's made us question a lot of things. Like, does this actually make sense? Um, hey, I'm writing the documentation of what our, you know, our, our lead funnel looks like. Okay, like, does this actually make sense? Are these the right gates for us to be doing? And is this what the data says? You know, I think there's a lot of terms that get thrown around like MQLs and SQLs, and they mean different things to every different company. And everyone assumes that they mean different things. So I'm in big favor of sometimes doing things different uh, if it helps just to keep everybody aligned. But yeah. I like how you described yourself as a generalist and uh, your response on that, the latter part of the question. I think that helps and that's a benefit, right? You, you probably as in your transition over to marketing, put your hands on a lot of different things to try to figure it out and figure out what works and what doesn't. I think maybe something that I'm picking up on that you you knew worked from the beginning was probably just this conversation with customers and keeping a drumbeat around it. And I know we we spoke about it, but I'd, I'd love to understand, like, did you have to like instill that in the teams that you worked with who might not have been customer focused or on the front lines with customers, or is that something that teams you've worked with already was second nature for them? You know, I think I think there's a mix, and it kind of depends on who you're talking to uh, within those different functions. And it's it's oftentimes 
I don't think I've ever, you know, experienced any type of pushback or disagreement with, oh, right, you know, customer outcomes, that's what we should be talking about. But I think it's really easy to get caught up into, okay, hey, we're launching a new product, we're launching a new feature, we have this new thing, let's tell everybody exactly what this new thing is. And you kind of go immediately and just like, it's very natural to say here, it's, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And actually what you want to be able to explain is here's like eight people and what they thought of this world-class, most delicious, most savory peanut butter and jelly sandwich they ever had. Right. But the easiest thing to do, and it's just like, let's just go and say it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, And I use that like example just in, in jest. But it's, it's a great one to just think about like how you're actually talking about the outcome of that in terms of what it is that you get from the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, not just that it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I, uh, you're making me hungry over here. It's been a while <laughs> since I've had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I get that. I get like the layering in of the social proof and the validation from customers. So is that the next step, right? Everyone's saying like, let's go talk to customers. Let's we're marketers. We need to be on the front line. It, but no one really says like, and then what? I'd love to know. Yeah. Is it like injecting them in into your into your website, all those properties? Like, what is that next step from your end that you think is impactful? Yeah. I mean, I think that there's there's two things. So one is if we really think about like the customer experience and what is best for them, it's probably not 18 people in the company talking to a customer. Because the cus- like the customer rarely has time for all of that, right? And so we want to make sure that there's always that value equation in any conversation or time that we're asking for that. But I do think that there's things that so we use Gong internally, and we record a ton of customer and sales calls from that perspective, which is really helpful. And we now have a whole library of calls that you can listen to. We're working on a project right now. And one of our product marketing managers is going into a whole slew of conversations with customers that fit our kind of target audience for campaign and listening to the words that they're using in the conversation to say, okay, how can I use like language for these customers in our campaign so that we can be a little bit more relevant, right? So it's not just you know, oh, I need to know them. I need to meet them. I need to understand. I think there's also value in like figuring out, you know, where are they getting information? Like what, what collateral or what resources are they reading from? Um, What podcasts are they listening to? What events are they going to? Um, What are they spending? You know, like really understanding from that perspective and just absorbing and being around um, from that perspective and, and really being a part of their universe can be really helpful. If I had a dollar for every time someone brought up Gong and just the benefits <laughs> that they are, uh, just great brand, great company, great content, great everything. So that's awesome. Maybe we round it out, Abby, with this. I'd love to to get your perspective on just maybe advice you have to other marketers listening and opportunities uh, in with working with customer success teams. You've played both sides. Maybe like where are some synergies and where are some opportunities that marketers might not be thinking about right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, maybe the biggest thing that I've learned throughout my career and in both like roles is just to stay curious. Um, and it seems maybe that's simpler than it actually is a little bit or maybe not. Um, but it's really taking the opportunity to actually pause and say, Hey, you know, is this the best way to execute this campaign? Is this the best way to respond to this customer complaint or this customer request? you know, how can I actually continually get better? Um, And I think that that curiosity and that just drive for always understanding, right? Marketing to me is incredibly fluid. Um, It is changing, you know, we have new channels emerging every 
every other day, it feels like it's just a moving target. And so that curiosity, I think through customer success to better understand your customer and to challenge how you work, but also in marketing to, to understand what's happening broader outside of the company is super important. And that curiosity, you know, internally in terms of understanding how other people do their work and what their jobs are is going to be really important as well. I love bringing together CS and marketing, and this was a great conversation. I want to thank you, Abby. Before I let you get out of here, what's something um, you all are working on at Lexer that's exciting that maybe you can point people who are listening to to go check out? Yeah, I mean, I I think one of the things that we're super excited about uh, is we're partnering with The Juice. Uh, I'll plug it right back. And so one of the things we've been focusing on is really great content um, and valuable content for our customers and creating that value. And so we've been partnering really closely with you guys and uh, working on that. So I recommend you guys checking out The Juice if you haven't already and finding Alexa through there and just being able to um, absorb some of our content. Would love some feedback, what's resonating, what's not, and what's working out there. I've been reading the pieces. You've got a very talented team that you're working with. So appreciate the plug back. Abby, thanks so much for the time. We'll have to do this again real soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Brett. The more I think about it, the more I think we can all learn from the customer success function and people who have been in the customer success role. I think this will all make us a better modern day marketer. And remember, listen back on episode from Monday, I talk about the traits of a modern day marketer. I said experience matters and the best way to create kick-ass experiences for your audience is to collaborate cross-functionally and a great stakeholder in that process is the customer success role. So go do it. Go talk to your CS person. You're going to learn a ton. I love what Abby's doing over there at Lexer. Go check out their stuff. It's really great. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. Be back next week with more 3C Podcasts.